Hi, I'm Peter Maluk. I'm here with Candace Varner and Ben Hake from our tax team, and welcome to the Standard Deduction. And I, I love when you give me this topic of what we're going to cover today, and it's all the questions you get from clients about cryptocurrency. And I love talking about cryptocurrency because every time it comes up, I get blasted on Twitter or LinkedIn or Facebook by a very intense segment of the population. And what's interesting is I haven't I haven't written an article or done an interview about cryptocurrency in 18 months, but CNBC keeps taking this same interview and repackaging it and blasting it out on social media every two months. And every two months, I get all these people, you know, using various synonyms for what an idiot I am <laughs> about not appreciating cryptocurrency and all of its benefits. And so this should be just a blast that we we're really going to have this as a We really want to make sure a lot of people email you as well. I know. I know you enjoy <laughs> seeing those comments. So, okay, what are the main questions people are, people are asking you? What are the basics of taxation around crypto? So the basic summary would be that this is not treated as a currency. The name cryptocurrency for tax purposes is misleading. Think of it as a stock or a piece of property or something else is going to trigger capital gains. Um, so we talk to a lot of people who we go to file their tax return. We ask a question, did you buy or sell any cryptocurrency? Did you use Bitcoin to pay for something? And they say, yeah, but that doesn't count. And then I have to, <laughs> <laughs> then I have to be the bearer of bad news as I usually am. So um, essentially buying it, let's say I buy something for $50 and then I use it or I sell it the, you know, two weeks later for $100, that is a capital gain, just like any other stock. Um, what a lot of people are using it for is they'll, um, they'll buy or sell things using it as opposed to cash, um, or they'll use it to pay for a service. And if you do that, it's as if, like, if I paid you $100 worth of Bitcoin for your wealth management services, which I'm sure you would love to accept. <laughs> um, if I had originally bought that Bitcoin for $50, that's a trigger event, and I will pay tax on that then. Um, so where people get into trouble with this is it's not as easy to track as it is stock. So you don't have some custodian tracking what you bought and sold. Um, if you're not doing that yourself, especially if you have a really high volume of transactions, it can get really difficult and hairy really quickly. So um, getting ahead of that and having people keep good records of what they're doing is really important so that we can make sure to include that on their tax return. This is an area that the IRS is looking at extensively and asking a lot of questions about. Um, beyond that, you can get really complicated if you start doing hard forks or airdrops or other fun <laughs> cryptocurrency things that I do not know that much about. Um, but if you're going to start doing crazy stuff like that, you want to make sure that you talk to a tax professional because um, the, the tax implications could be huge. Um, for most people, it's just they thought it was interesting and they bought or sold one or two things. And we just want to make sure that um, they're aware that there are tax implications for that. It's the same thing, not just Bitcoin, every cryptocurrency. Correct. Correct. All of them. And so, okay, so you get a letter from the IRS, and they're like, hey, we don't think you're doing this right. At, at that point, what do you do? Well, it depends on what you did originally on the reporting. And hopefully the answer is you reported everything correctly, and you can tell the IRS that's the case. Although, again, a lot of taxpayers assume that it's relatively anonymous, and no one's ever going to report this. So they may have not reported anything. So the IRS has uh, a few options. Back in July and August of this year, um, the IRS had sent out a lot of uh, letters to taxpayers who 
uh, Coinbase had basically provided information on. And so they were comparing what Coinbase provided to what the taxpayer did. And if they saw any discrepancies there, um, that's the people they were contacted. So again, if you didn't report it accurately, you could look to possibly amend the return. And depending upon the dollar amount, again, you might want to seek uh, tax counsel because a lot of those um, notices were indicating that if you weren't responding and that you did have those transactions, you could have uh, criminal consequences to that. So we definitely recommend uh, contacting a tax professional to kind of work through that process. Well, I suspect the IRS is all over it because, you know, for the people I talk to that are that are interested in cryptocurrency, they many of them believe none of this is being tracked by anybody and that that's one of the appeals of it. And so this idea that Coin, <laughs> Coinbase is actually reporting it directly to the IRS uh, is probably news to them. Exactly. And a lot of clients that we've spoken with will get these letters and then try and retroactively figure out every transaction they've entered into with the hundreds of varieties of coins. So it's definitely one of those that, you know, going forward, we t- recommend clients keep spreadsheets or some sort of tracking mechanism to figure out what they own, when they bought it, and when they sell it. All right. Good advice. I'm sure uh, will be news to a lot of people. Thanks, Candace. Thanks, Ben. Thank you. This commentary is provided for general information purposes only and should not be construed as investment, tax, or legal advice. Past performance of any market results is no assurance of future performance. The information contained herein has been obtained from sources deemed reliable but is not guaranteed.